Welcome back to Nurse Talk. I'm Casey Hobbs, along with Shane Mason, and we are two of the thousands of nurses on duty today. In a recent press release from National Nurses United, political director Ken Zinn advised, the House of Representatives' passage of fast-track trade authority was a betrayal of public health, American workers, and our very democracy, and nurses will be standing their ground as it moves on to the Senate. The vote to move fast-track forward represents another blow to the American public by those elected leaders who seem to believe it's their role to serve multinational corporations and Wall Street rather than the people, said NNU Executive Director Roseanne DeMauro. Nurses, along with other union members, working families, environmentalists, student and faith organizations, a very broad coalition of Americans, will now shift our fight to the Senate and strongly urge senators to vote no on putting corporate profits above public health. Nurses have been mobilizing for months against the fast-track authority for the Trans-Pacific Partnership, which threatens to give pharmaceutical companies the ability to inflate life-saving medication costs and corporations the power to overturn environmental and food safety regulations as if they're not doing enough harm already. With us is Ken Zinn. Ken, welcome to Nurse Talk. Good to be with you. Thanks. So for those of you who may not know, give us a little bit of background on the TPP and Fast Track, please. So the TPP stands for the Trans-Pacific Partnership. It's a pending trade agreement with United States and many other countries in the Pacific Rim that covers a huge swath of GDP uh, in the world economy. And these are generally called trade agreements, but in fact, they have less to do with trade than they do with empowering multinational corporations at the expense of the people. So fast track is simply a mechanism by which the President of the United States, whoever that might be, because this uh, current vote is not just for President Obama, but for the next president as well, to put any trade agreement forward for the next six years to the Congress with just an up or down vote. No amendments possible, uh, just as it's a way to fast-track the trade agreement. So that would include the Trans-Pacific Partnership, but any other trade agreement. There are a number of others that are also being negotiated as we speak. So this is frightening because right now there are many members of Congress that have not even read the Trans-Pacific Partnership draft. Uh, They haven't read the other texts of the other trade agreements. And yet they're going to vote on a process to speed this up, even if they don't know what's in it. And what's in it is very frightening because, uh, among other things, It empowers multinational pharmaceutical corporations to extend their patents and uh, to have power over governments to ensure that they get more profits at the expense of people who need their life-saving medications. And so that's very scary. We know uh, for HIV, AIDS, for tuberculosis, for any number of serious diseases that if you eliminate the generic uh, option... It just puts the price of these drugs out of reach for a lot of people, and then people die. You know, this thing is so outrageous, and the thing I don't get, Ken, is what is it with the Democrats? I get why the Republicans vote for this thing. But what I don't get is the Democrats that don't even bother to read it and vote on it. I just don't understand. And it's really upsetting to me because, you know, we did the NAFTA, and it was with Clinton. It's these Democratic men who I— support wholeheartedly, and then they turn around and do something like this that kills the middle class. Why is that? Well, it's because big money controls our politics in this country. And, uh, you know, when you get down to it, there's only one political party. It just has two heads. It has a Republican head and a, and a Democratic head, but it's really a political party controlled by moneyed interests, Wall Street and the big corporations. With that said, I think it's important to note, and it's pretty astounding, really. This is a bill that has the backing of the President of the United States, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the Majority Leader of the Senate, 
every big multinational corporation and Wall Street, and yet we're still in the fight. <laughs> that's what's the most amazing thing. And that's because we have really amassed an impressive coalition of workers, their unions, environmental groups, progressive organizations, community groups, religious organizations, and more to fight back against this horrible deal. And, you know, we're forcing some politicians who, frankly, would have voted for this if not for the grassroots political pressure that's being put on them. Yeah, so in your statement, Ken, uh, co-president of National Nurses United, Gene Ross, says this, we want to thank those Congress members who stood firm and vetoed against this bill, voted against this bill, which will harm our patients and our communities. We now strongly urge all U.S. senators to reject this cynical ploy to undermine the public's health and our democracy when the bill comes to the Senate floor. Nurses will fight every step of the way to ensure that present and future leaders are held accountable to the resonant voice of those who elect them, not to corporate interests. So what happens now to keep this from passing in the Senate? How can we stop it? The procedures on this thing are so arcane and complicated, and I think it's easy for, you know, and I think some of that's intentional to get people confused. Uh, I think the most important thing to remember is the Senate passed a fast-track bill already uh, a few weeks ago. That included three-part bill that included fast-track itself, what's called uh, Trade Adjustment Authority, or TAA, which is essentially is money to assist workers who are, lose their jobs because of trade, and what's called a Customs Enforcement Bill, which is you know the, a, a bill that deals with the enforcement mechanisms. So that passed already. The problem is that when it went to the House, the House broke it up into three parts and voted on them separately. And one of the three parts, the tra- Trade Adjustment Assistance Bill, TAA bill, failed. It failed in part because right-wing Republicans don't want to vote for any assistance for workers, period. And it failed because tactically the Democrats who were against Fast Track said, well, this is our way to kill Fast Track if we kill the TAA part of it as well. So that meant the House proponents of Fast Track had to scramble. So they took a revote just a little while ago and just on the fast track part of the bill and included provisions on the customs bill that was horrible because it has provisions, for example, that says, well, nothing in the TPP can deal with immigration issues and nothing can deal with climate change issues, which were not in the Senate version. And because that version wasn't identical to what the Senate already passed, the Senate now has to go back and pass a new bill that is identical to the House version because you can't have two different versions in the House and Senate and then send it to the president. They have to be identical. So that's what's going to be voted on on Tuesday of next week, and it's not the same bill as what the Senate voted on already. And that's why there's actually some hope that if three Democratic senators will change their votes from pro-fast track to anti, there will be enough votes to sustain a filibuster in the Senate that would prevent fast track from being voted on altogether. And so there were 12 senators, Democrats, uh, last time who voted for fast track who need to be convinced that that was wrong and that this new bill is different and they need to vote no. Why aren't they allowing people to see the TPP agreement? Why can't we get at it and read it? Well, they say it's because it's being still me- being negotiated, but the reality is that it's got so many giveaways to big corporations, I think they simply don't want to share it with people. And the, the reason why... We know anything about it is that uh, some provisions have been leaked by WikiLeaks, and so there, you know, you can find them online. And there's actually a, a new uh, chapter that was just leaked that actually deals again with pharmaceutical companies. This could actually threaten um, things like nurse-to-patient ratios in California uh, and other provisions that allow governments to regulate 
industry, uh, in this case, the hospital industry. And uh, that, you know, is incredibly frightening because it allows corporations to sue governments if they think their profits are being infringed upon. So you can imagine, you know, Canada, which has a, a single-payer national health care program, being sued because health insurance companies don't like the fact that they're cut out of the market. Or the British, you know, in the case of another trade agreement, not the TPP, but a different one, the British National Health Service being sued and, under, you know, having that undermine, uh, you know, health uh, hospital industries or um, health insurance companies from getting profits, well, you can sue them. And there are examples of this already in other trade agreements where companies have sued and they don't sue in courts, right? So this is an undermining of the U.S. Constitution. They don't have to sue in the U.S. courts or in other courts. They sue in a special tribunal that three trade lawyers make up that tribunal. And those three trade lawyers will decide the outcome of the case. What a joke. I mean, I have to say it's brilliant on their part because they take it out of the court system and they don't allow us to fight back. Exactly. It's really an abomination. So the Democratic senators who voted for Fast Track last time were Bennett of Colorado, Cantwell of Washington State, Cardin of Maryland, Harper of Delaware, Coons of Delaware, Feinstein of California, Heitkamp of North Dakota, Kane of Virginia, Warner of Virginia, McCaskill of Missouri, Murray of Washington State, Nelson of Florida, Shaheen of New Hampshire, and Wyden of Oregon. And what I would say is that if people are listening to this, they need to call their uh, representative between now and uh, Monday night because this will likely get taken up on um, Tuesday morning on the floor of the U.S. Senate. So we have uh, really only a couple of days now to register our protest. And I would urge everyone to call every single senator or both senators in your state. So don't just call these people, because the ones who voted correctly need to get shored up, right? We need to tell them, stay firm, vote no on fast track, and vote to sustain the cloture, which is the, the way to stop the bill from going forward altogether. The culture is to sustain the filibuster. So don't allow the bill to go forward and vote no on fast track if the filibuster fails. And for these 12, if you live in a state where any of these 12 are, then they need extra pressure. And so there will be uh, other things going on. You know, I know, for example, in San Francisco on on Monday this coming week, there's going to be a a rally uh, at Senator Feinstein's office, which is at one post street. Uh, by the corner of Market and Montgomery at uh, 12 noon. And so people will be assembling outside her office to demand that she vote no on Tuesday morning. Yay, that's great. Yeah, so Ken, uh, we really enjoyed talking with you. Some great information. We'll get this up on the uh, website as well. And we've been talking with Ken Zinn, who's the political director for National Nurses United. For more information about this topic, visit nnu.org. And again, thanks, Ken, for giving us all this really great information. Thanks a lot. Take care. You're listening to Nurse Talk, where laughter is the best medicine. <laughs>